Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle. Christmas evening edition with my boy, Foots the King, from Cowboys Nation TV. What's up, Foots? Joe, man, Merry Christmas to you. The Cowboys are playoff bound. Took care of business. I was, I did a video today, and it was like, I've gotten caught up on any draft talk. I'll probably spend this week of the Giants because there's really nothing to talk about. Maybe the topic will be who plays that this much this game and who does what, but I may get a little caught up in what's going to happen. I know some names, but I was just thankful for the fact, Joe, that we have to be caught up on any draft stuff right now. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're making our single push and all like that, but who knows what could happen when you get a tournament. So, Joe, I say all that say Merry Christmas my brother how are you how is your family today what's going on talk to me yeah man Merry Christmas it's been a good uh the season's been it's been crazy so I guess that's been the greatest gift for Cowboys fans you know it was uh it's been an ugly season up and downs but uh you know they found a way to get into it they they got in Mm -hmm. NFC East champs and uh it's a new season you know anything can happen so let's make some noise I agree, man. Um, let's make some noise, though, and let's let, let's see what happens, bro. Let's see what happens. You're in the tournament now. Like we like to say, Cowboys huddle. Let's rock. Let's roll. All right, Joe. Recapping the Tampa Bay game. What did you think about that game? How did it strike you? What what was your good, your bad, and was it one of those things where it's like, you know what, we won a game, that's all I care about? Nah, it was, uh, I'll be honest, man, I'm glad we won the game, but I wasn't, I didn't like how the offense looked, you know, it's, um, you know, the, the, that Bucks defense was ranked very low, and this offense couldn't take advantage of those deficiencies, that was disappointing. Uh, we really leaned on the defense. Def- for me, the defense won this game. You know, they put the offense in some uh, short distances. But, you know, as as a unit, you know, moving the ball from the 15 or 20-yard line, they, they couldn't they couldn't sustain dry- long drives, and that was very disappointing to me. But I do love Randy Gregory's pressure. Jalen yeah. Smith, the defense, I mean, there's a lot of positive to take from it, but if you're looking at it as far as playoff ready, it's, it's just like, it's, for me, it's like the rest of the season. You, you, For me, I don't know, you know, and it, it, it is a new season like we just said, but they got to they gotta do something different. They can't keep doing the same old, you know, things in the red zone and, and expect to get far in the playoffs. So that something's got to change immediately. All right, Joe. I couldn't agree more, right? And um, I'm very proud of you because that's what we offer here at Cowboys Huddle. So, you know, kind of on the mothership and other publications, they're going to butter it up for you. The offense looked like crap Mm -hmm. at times. Um, And I know as a player, like, so there's two levels of ball. There's regular season ball and then there's playoff ball. And I kind of felt like, the, the players' mentality was like, yo, let's just get this game over with. And the Cowboys can move the ball. I mean, excuse me, the Bucks can move the ball. So you are excited with the way that they play defense, right? You're very excited with the way they play defense. But it's one of those things that's like, I, I, I still can't figure out this offense. 
you know, Amari Cooper will have games where he goes crazy and then they just stop going to him now. The fact remains is that Amari Cooper is not going to sneak up on anyone anymore, so they're going to double cover. But if that's the case, then that's one extra guy out the box. The run game needs to hit. Well, the run game didn't hit for whatever reason. Hold calls. There was a couple holding calls against Tyron Smith that were goofy. It was a very poorly officiated game, but nonetheless, you're a better team and you only won by seven. Now, on the flip side of that, Joe, it's 100% what you just said. With this team, this was a three and five team, right? Yeah. So when they win a game, you kind of got to take it. Another good thing about this is there's really no dominant team in the NFL. There really isn't. Um, and I think that Dallas has, like a lot of teams in sports, period, Dallas has the tendency to play down the competition. They also have the tendency or they have the good trait of kind of getting up for games that they aren't favored in, i.e. Atlanta at the time, i.e. Philly at the time, i.e. the Saints to cap it, right? So that's what kind of gives me, you know, pause to say, man, can this team get on a run in the tournament? So, I mean, it's a mixed bag for me with how I felt against the Bucks because, again, I still see Dak holding the ball way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just he just kind of is what he is at this point, right? Um, but I'll save it for later. I have one alibi that I just flat out say, if this happens, then I think we can be extremely special in the tournament. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. If if they can clean up just a few things, you know, they'll um, we'll be able to, we'll be able to do some things here. Now it, it's it is looking like we're gonna face the Seahawks, right? So, um, yeah, Joe, can you explain that scenario to everybody who doesn't know? Yeah, so right now, I mean, the Seahawks, you know, they they got to win. Um, yeah, what do you have it? You got uh, actually. I think the last spot open is the um, the six seed. Yeah, which is right now is, is is held by the Vikings, and the Vikings are playing the Bears. If they lose and the Eagles win their game, you know the Eagles will be in, but they're going to go to Chicago. And but then you know you're you're probably facing a red hot Eagles team. So the, these playoffs are going to be very very interesting, especially on the NFC side. Um, 100 because I feel like Seattle's the hottest team right now. I kind of did a video on that earlier. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle. They're. Uh, I mean, they're they're kind of almost like a mirror image of the Cowboys. You know, you you think Seattle is in a rebuilding year. They kind of struggled here, then they they got hot. Cowboys the same way. You know, I think the Cowboys didn't want to admit that they were doing a soft rebuild. That's kind of what I said earlier in the season. You know, you get, rid- point, you get rid of a lot of your receivers. You're doing changes here to the O-line. You're putting in draft picks into the defense. It was a soft rebuild. And the Cowboys, you know, I think they knew that uh, what they did at receiver wasn't going to work. And, uh, you know, they got Cooper in here, and, and they turned it around, man. They, they turned it around. So Cowboys and Seahawks, that's going to be one hell of a game. Um it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a battle, you know. But I do want the revenge. I want these guys to come out with that mentality, like let's get the revenge. We can, you know, they beat us last time, uh, but you know we're at home now, so now we have the opportunity to lay it to them. All right, so Joe, just for everybody out there, explain to them. So, kind of brushed over it a little bit. So, 
Chicago essentially be playing Minnesota two games in a row, correct? Basically, or, yeah. Or, or Chicago the two seed. I thought the Rams held the two seed. Chicago can leapfrog and become the number two seed if Chicago wins and the Rams lose. So, so. Uh, because, we, because we have time, Joe, let's peek into that. Your Chicago, are you playing to win this game against Minnesota? Yeah, you yeah you you want to beat them because it's hard. You know, this, the saying has always been it's hard to beat a team three times in a row, right? And, uh, and that happened with the Cowboys when one playoff season we had that same scenario and we couldn't do it. We got knocked out. So um, yeah, yeah, that that's gonna be a game that they want to knock. The, for me, if I'm the Bears, you want to knock them out. But then uh, in doing that, you might <laughs> you might be bringing in uh, somebody else who is really gonna challenge you and, and who's looking like they're hot right now with the Eagles. So the, for the Bears, you gotta hope that. You got to win. Maybe you hope the Rams lose. You move up, and the Rams, who knows, man. You got girlies all banged up. They're not – their defense isn't all that. So it's going to be interesting, man. I think what happened with the Rams is – I think what happened with the Rams is you you, 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 you took away you took away Cooper Cup, and golf is – you know, I was, I was sold on golf when he came out in the draft. I mean, very sold. And then he kind of was a bust year one, or just like a dud. Mm-hmm. Then year two and three, he's been like really good, making me look smart. But then, like the last four games, he's been okay. He just hasn't looked the same. And it goes to show you that, man, like there's really only like two, three guys in the league who can win with nobody's at, at receiver. I'm sorry. Like, and you really need some of these receivers to start panning out here. Um, that are coming, that are being drafted, right, Joe? Yeah, you got you got to hit so, on. Got to hit on him, man. Um, but I just say all that to say, I think you're exactly right. I I I, I was like, yo, the Bears. I wonder if they're gonna rest. They're gonna play. I want to know what Dallas is gonna do, but I'm sure we'll have more time to get into that. You know, Garrett's mentality. He's gonna be asked a bunch. Um, quick thought though, Joe. Mm-hmm. Is Dallas good enough? Just you look at any Seattle and you go back and watch that game. And to you, is Dallas good enough to beat the Seahawks at home? Yeah, at home, the Cowboys, for me, the Cowboys can beat anybody at home. They're 6-1 and one at home. So the record, you know, kind of indicates that, that same that thought process. But, yeah, um, but it's the playoffs, you know. You can't have the turnovers. You can't have those stupid sacks that Dak does, the turnovers, the fumbles. Um, it's it's, and 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 this is what, this is what I want to say, Foots. Right now, where Dak Prescott is, you got the Dak, you know, quote unquote haters. You got the the pro Dak people, and it was the same with Romo. You know that that's where Dak is right now. The people are either gonna love him, or they're gonna hate him, and you got two factions, and that's what happened with Dak. You know, I mean, with Romo. You had people that loved Romo. You hate. You had people that hated him, and that's where Dak's at right now. So you see it on our channels. You know, we're talking about Dak Prescott. Yeah. Hey, you're hating on Dak, and this and that. It's not hating. You're. We're giving analysis. We're. 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 You know, you and I are always straight up. You know, like he's doing this. He's doing that. It's not like we're making <laughs> stuff up. Yeah. And people yeah. misinterpret that as hating, but it's it's what it is. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? No, yeah, no, it really is what it is. Yeah. 
I mean, the guy threw for like 196 last night or whatever. I mean, it was a very low number. And that's fine because he won the game, right? Um, You're the face of now, the football team. You know what I mean? That's what Romo is. Yeah, he, he's going to have to. He's, yeah, that criticism is going to come is gonna come hard now because you're getting in the playoffs and you can't keep doing what you're doing. Right. So, Joe, do we – like this playoff run for Dak is huge. Only because he'll have excuses either way. But the football minds that we are, I haven't seen a defense play this good in maybe. I haven't seen a defense play this good in a while, Joe, since Bill Parcells' teams. And yeah. so I don't care that you're not ready or that, you're, that you got to develop. You got to figure it out. You got to make one or two throws. And I was going to wait, but the one thing that can happen in these playoffs is Ezekiel Elliott going a crazy run. Mm -hmm. Um, He did it in the first playoff in college football to where he literally carried a team to a championship. He's that type of a player. Yeah. Yeah. and it's crazy because Zeke leads the league in rushing, and I don't think he's had a forty or fifty yard run this year. So, I mean, it's 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 crazy. I could be wrong. Check me on that, Joe. But so I think you have a great player in Amari Cooper and an elite player in Ezekiel Elliott. The Seahawks have an elite player in Russell Wilson, and everybody else is just great. Like Doug Baldwin is a great player. He's not elite, though. Like, he can be taken out of a game. Tyler Lockett is a great player, but he can be taken out of a game. Wilson is elite. So how does that match up for you, Joe? You know, because I'll say this. That damn Seahawks tackles well. They are tough, but they have some holes, right? The offensive line is great. Um, I think that receiver – I like Doug Baldwin and Lockett, but the argument can be made when Dak, like it was very encouraging to see that Dak and, and Gallup kind of got on track this weekend. Yeah. Um, so I like our receivers, Joe. I like our defense. Like, so both defenses really cancel out because that's Seattle team. Man, they find talent, Joe. You know, kudos to the Cowboys for finding talent. They find talent. And they have some good linebackers too. Like it's really a carbon copy um, mm-hmm. yeah. Carson is good, but he's no Ezekiel Elliott, and I think that's where you have the edge. What do you think about that, Joe? No, it's a, yeah, it's exactly what we've been talking about. They are a carbon copy, you know, from the the path that both these teams have gotten here to the personnel, you know. Um, and you're right with your assessment of Russell Wilson; he's elite. If we had Russell Wilson on our team, man, <laughs> it's the truth, man. It's it's the truth. It is what it is. It is. I, I love Russell Wilson. I think he's a great player. I think he's a, you know, from what we see, he looks like a nice guy. I mean, he looks like somebody that, you know, it's just a really good player. And you you want to play for this guy. You know, you want to catch yeah. passes from this guy. And um, <clears throat> very cerebral, obviously. You know, he picks up the playbook really quick. You know, he, he he's, he's just a good player. But, man, um, what you're saying is spot on. It's, they're carbon copies, and it's, it, it's going to be such a close game, I think, that it's just it's going to come down to mistakes, turnovers. Who's going to do it? Yeah. Who's going to do the least mistakes? That's something Jimmy Johnson would always talk about. 
it's about who makes the least mistakes. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. You know what, Joe? And we won't give him too much because as we as we do these shows, I got a bunch of questions for you. Questions for you like X factors and who could step up and one on one matchups. And I'll go hit some film. I'm sure you will as well. Joe, let me ask you this: um, Is is Jason Garrett safe, Joe? Mm. That is the question. I hate to put you on the spot. <laughs> I I, was... I don't want to. I want to too much. I don't want to hit too much Seattle because we still have a week. Yeah. We have the Giants. Exactly. Um, maybe we can get into some draft this week too, Joe. Yeah. Position because I mean, again, we have the Giants and that game kind of a wash because we're locked in as the division winner. So, you know. Yeah. That... I think y'all ought to try to win, but we kind of know that. You know, we've won a division, so yeah. I want to just know and ask you: Does does Jason Garrett get to keep his desk? I would. I would say that the chance is pretty high, only because and and I'm not I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking from what I think the organization will do. You know, I think Jerry Jones he loves Jason Garrett. We know that. There's no secret. But some fans, they don't see that. And they're like, oh, he's going to get rid of him. He's going to replace him, plug him in with some other guy and this and that. The only, the only scenario I think that would happen is if the Cowboys come out completely flat against the Giants, come out completely flat with the Seahawks, get their butt whooped at home, then you got the questions again. Are we – what are we doing here? You know, Do we have the right guy leading the team? You know, We can't win in the playoffs with Garrett. It, that's going to be their narrative. So – uh, I would say that he's probably going to be safe, but, it, I mean, it, it's going to depend on these next two weeks, I think. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think the only way Jason would get canned is if you would – he would have to get embarrassed. Right. Yeah. You know. That's it. He would have to get embarrassed, and I just – you know, I don't see that happening. Um, so Dallas just doesn't get embarrassed. Like minus the Colts game, Dallas just doesn't get embarrassed. Um, so I just think that, I don't know. I think people really underestimate how hard it is to change a regime. Right. Right. Um, Exactly. I I think the Packers are going to see that when it comes to, you know, losing my McCartney. Like, yes, you do have the quarterback, but I'm telling you now, it's not as easy as it seems just being able to just plug a guy in and he's just going to be, you know, a great coach. I mean, it's hard, man. Look at Atlanta, right? So Atlanta, they 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 went that, what was it? It was year one. Um, What's that coach's name? Oh, man. Anyway, he was the coach with Seattle. It was year, year one for this guy, you know, the playoffs, and he had changed it. And then, you know, they've kind of, they've kind of, you know, hit hit a wall there, and it just happened year in and year out. It really, really happens, and it's one of those things. that's like, you, you know, say what you want. It's not easy. It's not easy. Just, 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 just bringing in a guy. He has to. He has to. He has to bring in. His culture, he has to bring in his his mantras, and you. Not only that, you got to see how he drafts, and 
what his philosophy is and what he believes in and you know all of that stuff it's just not easy and it's not one of those things to where it's like you can do it in it in, in in a flip i mean think about think about all the coaches that wade wade phillips you know team flat out quit on wade all right and then you got a guy like parcells who knew what he was doing but you the owner so and that's really another battle. I mean, I love me some Jerry Jones. I think he's smooth as butter. But there are coaches out here who don't want to deal with that stuff, man. And that's just the facts, Joe. So I tell that to say, we don't know how Jason Garrett is behind closed doors. He's a very intelligent person. We just don't know how he is behind closed doors. But for whatever reason, we do know that this team won't quit on this guy. Like, I'm going to be honest, Joe. The Bucks game felt like a game Dallas would lose. I don't know why. It just felt like a game that Dallas would go out there and waffle. Yeah. They didn't look the purpose, but by golly, they won the game. You don't you don't you don't get style points in the NFL. It's wins and losses, right? That's what it is, man. That's exactly what it is. And and you and I, we we're always texting during the game and I and I've kind of I know that you're a lot more patient than I am, generally speaking. <laughs> so you're like, we're going to be fine. We're going to do this. But if, for me, I'm like, man, man, I don't know. Don't. So for me, the last couple games, I'm like, yeah, let me let me just let the game play out. Because it's four quarters. You know, the Cowboys, they, they stay alive. You know, the full four quarters. And unless it was like the, the Colts game, which I think was just, it was just one of those things, man. You know, one of those games. But. You're right. You know they're gonna they play hard for Garrett and um, the 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 NFL in general. There's no blowouts. A lot of games are close, man. They come down the field goals, last possessions, a turnover here, a turnover there, a sack here and there. You know what I mean? So it's like um, that's what makes the playoffs so fun. You know, I, I yeah. think the, you just got to get in. You <laughs> you just got to get into the play, and you and, and we're in. You got to get in the tournament. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you're firing a guy, and I know this isn't year one, but look at all these teams, right? Bring guy in, next two years he's gone. Or If you're firing a guy year one, you need to fire the regime that brought him in. Right. Right? Because he didn't, because they didn't do their due diligence. One thing that you know about these Cowboys is they draft well. One thing that you know about these Cowboys are that they have a mindset, they have a philosophy, which is run the football, power football. They have guys for whatever reason. You know, you hear Randy Gregory talk. What was the thing that he said? It's like Coach Garrett says all the time, one game at a time. So for some reason, these guys believe in Garrett, and, you know, you're never going to get – 100% of what you want, but if you can get to up to 80, you know, if you can get that 80, it's the 82 rule, then damn it, you you hit on something. So, you know, I've kind of just like, at this point, Jason, our guy, let's see what happens in the tournament, Joe. Let's have the three-game season. Let's see what happens in this tournament, Joe. You know, we were 3-5 at one point. I don't want any Cowboys fan <laughs> to, uh, to take that for granted. You were three and five. You know, skins missing the playoff. Giants were a disaster all year. They were laughing stock all year, you know. Mm-hmm. This team was three and five. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a lot to overcome, man. And it's it's uh, 
it is, I mean, it, it is a good reflection on, on, on Garrett, you know. Um, but you still have, you, st- you do still have these red zone issues and that kind of thing. So l- let me ask you this, Foots. If, if anything, let's just say, you know, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves, that however the season ends, do you see a, a scenario where Scott Linehan is, is back as an offensive coordinator? Joe, they would have to make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. For him to be back, because at this point it's gotten laughable how much Cowboys fans want him gone. And whether or not, but listens to the fans. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of those coaches that do. I mean, those one of those owners that like really wants his fan base because that he's a money, he's a businessman. Then day, right? He probably cares about business more than he cares about winning, and I said. That is like that a little bit, but it's what it is. It's very true. It's true, right? And I just think that for whatever reason, you know, Cowboys fans seem to think that it's all Linehan. And I'll be honest, a lot of it is Linehan, but the quarterback has to execute better. The ball has to come out quicker. And I don't know if that is the offense and the plays are too slow developing. But it's like he doesn't know where his hot reads at a time, where his hot at a time. But then there's also things within the way he plays, right? right. You got to step up into a pocket, Dak. I have not seen this guy step forward. Like I don't know if he understands that tackling angles change, throwing angles change when you step forward. Right. And I don't know if it's uncomfortable for him. I don't know if it's one of those things that he hasn't worked on. I don't know if it's, there's a comfort level with him being off the ball like that you can literally step back dude i mean you can literally take two steps up and now that zone looks totally different than you being seven yards eight yards off the ball and you're spinning out of a tackle like your romo like just because he's a black quarterback he's not as elusive as elusive as romo he's just not and that's not I know that's the stigma like all black quarterbacks can run or whatever obviously he's mixed but you get my point yo like Romo was a a damn good basketball player I don't think a lot of people know about that he played basketball in Wisconsin with um, Karan Butler so and they were like all stars in, in high school he has extremely good feet Dak isn't that in the pocket so what Dak needs to do is understand how to step up within a pocket, how to maneuver it better. Ben does a great job of it. Ben isn't the best athlete, but he knows the little intricacies in, in, in rushing angles and blocking angles, the way that the pocket is going to collapse, and he understands how to maneuver it. That's what you really need Dak to understand and learn, more or less. Yeah, you hit that right on the head. And that's that's the thing that really, at the end of the day, has been annoying me this season. It's just like, uh, you know, you're running into you're running into sacks and getting hit and fumbled. I, it's, you're, you know, it's um, if he could clean that part of his game up, man. Really, the other stuff will will come with it. You know what I mean? But that thing is just killing us, man. It's killing him. And so let me ask you this, Foots. In 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 having this conversation. <clears throat> you know, something that he can learn, right? Is this something that we're not getting from Kellen Moore? Is it a coaching thing? Like, do we have the wrong guy in there teaching him? Like, what what do you think about that? Can it be fixed? It's 100%. He doesn't. I think it can be fixed. 
But Dak has to want to fix it. So that means Dak has to want to stop doing a thousand commercials. He's going to have to take some Tom Brady time and really, like, you can tell that Tom is all about his craft, period. Right. With Dak, I just, I know that Dak is, he's the face of the Cowboys. He's a clean face. He doesn't get in trouble. Um, he's very well-spoken. But, you know, with Dak, it's just one of those things. Like, I think that he, he can grow. He's in year three, so it's not going to come overnight. But he's going to have to take the steps. He's going to. He's he's a gym rat. He cares about the game so much. But he's going to have to want to get better because it's something that he can grow. I mean, he has the spotlight to do it. You know? Yeah. But he's going to have to grow. He's going to have to have the want to, right, Joe? That's right, man. And this conversation that we're having on Dak, I mean, it's 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 what it is, guys. You know, we're, you, we don't want you guys to get the perception that we're just hammering on the guy. It's just... You know, you guys are seeing the same things that we are. You know what I mean? It, it is. There you go. That's what it is. And there we just, we just yeah, if you could just clean that part up, man, we, we'll be golden. You know, that, that part of this game. I mean, yeah. I think people got to understand, right? If that's why I said live in this moment, you, you got to, we've been here before, Joe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the, the, the bot snap. You got the, the year where we just got smoked against Minnesota in, in that game. Um, when our defense just wasn't good, corners sucked. Um, I can't say enough good things about how well Cheeto was played. Um, you know, being that second corner is hard to do, and he's played very, very well. I like our corners matching up with any receivers in the NFC this year. There's no runaway team in the NFC this year. There really isn't. Yeah. Um, I think people don't understand what we mean by this moment right now. Because every year things change so drastically. You've had Ezekiel Elliott healthy for three straight years. Year four, you don't know what's going to happen with the player. I mean, you just don't. Yep. You haven't really had a major injury yet. Mm-hmm. So, with with any of your studs, really. So when you when you have things go completely right for you, damn it, you got to go all the way in, yo. You got to. You got to go all the way in. That's what it is. That window. They always talk about the windows closing. I, I was. I hate that saying. I think the window is always closed because it's like it's like you said. You got that small moment in your roster where you got people that are young and healthy, and not injury, you know, and that kind of thing. But like you said, you get into year four and five. You know, you, you're not the same. You've you've taken a lot of hits. You've run a lot of yards. You've taken a lot of snaps. It it you know. It takes a toll, you know? Nah, facts, Joe. I mean, it's not easy. It's not easy, Joe. And when you have a chance, so we'll we'll get into it, Joe. But when you have a chance to run a table, you got it. You never know what can happen, man. At one point. And I'm so glad that we don't have a break, Joe. I really am. I I know. I'm so glad we don't have a break. I'm like that, too. I feel like the Cowboys have to come into the playoffs like this. I, I dread I I just don't like us having that week off, man. We we've never done good. We we always bites us in the ass, you know? Always, Joe. Yeah. Joe, always, bro, bro. Always. Always, man. Mm-hmm. But um we're gonna get into it this week, Joe. Um I think we need to hit it up again. Obviously we have the Giants and maybe we'll get into some some um to some um, a look ahead. What was our uh, segment that we used to have with the draft talk? 
maybe some of these bowl games to watch, give you give the give these guys some players to watch because we know that you know, you know, just a quick look ahead. I think that Dallas needs to draft another O lineman. Anybody. Um, I've kind of made up my decision on that. I know tight end is going to be, you know, tempting, mm-hmm. but I want to lineman Joe. Um, and I, and there's people out there who will say it's overkill. I don't care. Um, cause you've kind of sold me on that. Um, I think even it may be a right tackle, a guy who may fall. Um, just because. If you're talking about maximizing Dak, you need to keep him clean. Maybe you can kick Lyle back inside, um, do something. You don't know what's going to happen with Tyron's um, health. Maybe Lyle will end up being a left tackle. You know. Yeah, so. it, yeah. These these are conversations that we're definitely going to have with you guys, and they may even seem kind of unconventional or controversial. Some people will be like, "You guys, what the heck?" Hey, but it happens. Sometimes people move positions, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Happens all the time. Happens all the time around the league. You got a player who start as a left tackle. They move him to the right. You got somebody that moves to a guard. I mean, it happens all the time. So Cowboys won't be immune to that. Offseason is going to be very interesting on the line. But I'm with you, man. I, I think um, you've given up way too many sacks this season um, from, from players you wouldn't think were giving up sacks. So you got to take a look at it. You know, it, it is a business at the end of the day, and you got to protect that quarterback, like you said. And, and Dak needs a pretty good pocket, man. You know, he just does. I'm telling you, he does. He needs – he definitely needs a clean pocket. He definitely, definitely does. And I think you have what it takes to give him one, but you need to, you need to upgrade just a little bit. It's going to be fun, man. I'll tell you, the draft is going to be fun because it's like, okay, tight, you know, you talk about uh, offensive line, you talk about, you know, uh, tight end, like you said, but now you're starting to feel a little bit better about Dalton Schultz coming along. Like, this guy might be something, um, but you still might need to add another body because you can't really rely on Swaim. And uh, the Rico Gathers project, uh, that thing is probably over, man. It, it just is. Yeah, it, they. I know a lot of fans want to keep on, hey, why don't they use him? There's a reason they're not using him. And, um, you know, they just they, – I think they just got to add another tight end somewhere. Yeah, Rico, it's over. It's over. When it comes to Rico, he just, he just hasn't really developed as, as a uh, – he just hasn't really developed, though. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no there's no other way to put it. Yeah. He has you know, he has not – I don't know. He just hasn't developed as what the Cowboys thought he would. Yeah. And, you know, you try it. He gets in on certain plays, and then there are plays where he, he – I don't know. Like, he's not even a thought within the offense, like, as far as the type of option that he is. And the and, so, and the Cowboys are notorious for giving these players a you know a long leash you know a lot of, a lot of time to develop you know you remember Isaiah Standback he was a Washington quarterback they converted him to wide receiver and this and that they kept him on the roster forever and he never developed into anything so it's just one of those things where the Cowboys you know hope they can develop a guy but at the end of the day it just you know it just it never happens. I agree. Yeah. It never ever happens, and 
it's one of those things that they draft high they're gonna give you every shot like they did with a with a with a, a LVE and you know if you're a project if you're not 100% locked in we just don't know where Rico is as far as if he has completely locked in as far as understanding the playbook understanding what he's supposed to do you know because this this O line is already in shambles at times as it is so if, if you have a guy in Rico who doesn't understand what he's supposed to do then you could be in trouble at times right so no doubt no doubt it's a uh, draft is going to be fun. You know, we don't have the first round pick, but man, that trade for Mari just is look, the value just continues to get better and better and better because I mean, let, let's say we're in the playoffs and you know, we end up with the, I don't know, 25th, 26th pick in the draft. Worst case, right? How right. you never find, I mean, it's rare. I mean, I won't say you never, but it's rare that you're going to find a talent in the first round in the late twenties. You know what I mean? So, it's looking more and more like a steal. We poked the Raiders' eyes out on that draft pick, and uh, it's working out for us, man. It's working out. <laughs> I like that word, Joe. Poke the Raiders' eyes out. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, man. We did. I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> Joe is the goat. All right. Likewise, bro. Likewise. But um, I, I think that's it, man. I think we put in a good show here in the can. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, anything else you got for for the listeners' foots? Joe, let's lock in. All right. Early, later on this week. Yeah. Um, let's just let's just build on this, man. Let's just build on this win. Let's just build on, um, you know, just kind of what we need to do, man. Yeah, um, it is, man. That's let, let's build on. Let's build on what the Cowboys need to do. Um, and I guess we'll get into, you know how much they are uh, going to play their starters and all that good stuff. But we, we really need to kind of build on we, – we really need to kind of build on the Seattle team and how how you defend them, how you beat them, how you defend Russell Wilson. You know, speaking of Randy Gregory, we know he's going to have to have a big game. I'm going to get into some film this week and really lock in and, and see just what needs to happen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it is, guys. We really appreciate you guys tuning in to, you know, Foots at Cowboys Nation TV and myself uh, at Cowboys Blog. Um, we love the growth that you've given our channels and, you know, the podcast here. We get a lot of good feedback from you guys, so we really do appreciate it. So continue to follow us on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and um, SoundCloud. We really do appreciate it, guys. Give us some thumbs ups and uh, continue to follow us on the podcast. Love it. Love it. Thank you guys so much. Peace. Peace.